welcome to the log treaty in this episode we discuss philosophy of frederick nietzsche and mainly with the will to power ubermensch and the genealogy of moral which are his main three ideologies written today we're going to be talking about mainly his books and the way he lived his life and try to contradict them with this philosophy i hope you enjoyed this episode thank you So uh, today we're going to be talking about Frederick Wilhelm Nietzsche. He is one of the most important philosophers in today's date, primarily because um, most of modern philosophy is based on his work, and it is based on the assumptions and uh, books he had written um, about um, modern philosophy and modernism in general. So Frederick Wilhelm Nietzsche was born on 15th October. He was a German philosopher, cultural critic, composer, poet, writer, and a philologist. Uh, and he has a lot of influence on us today. He was also called a classical philologist uh, as he started his career in University of Basel. He is also considered one of the most learned philosophers uh, of all times because only at the age of 24, he became a professor in the University of Basel and no one has been able to beat that record even today. He was born in that time Saxony, Prussia, and uh, his father was a pastor in a church there in the city which he was born. So Nietzsche uh, started writing, uh, Nietzsche actually uh, got fed up of the work which he had uh, provided to University of Basel and uh, he, he had been um, he, he had been diagnosed with a terminal disease. So uh, Nietzsche had actually a very depressive state after his uh, career as a professor and uh, he had a failed marriage. All of his uh, friends were leaving him. His health was ailing. So Nietzsche in his uh, last years started touring around Europe, uh, primarily the Swiss Alps, where he would uh, spend most of his time walking, writing, and thinking a lot about uh, the world and reality in general. So his um, philosophical work uh, revolves around polemics, uh, poetry, cultural criticism, aphorism, and especially Christian morality and uh, the, the idea of uh, democracy were his main two political philosophies. Otherwise, his, his school of thought is also called continental philosophy and Nietzscheanism. So, uh, Talking about Nietzsche, we'll, we'll start with one of his most famous uh, philosophies, which is will to power. Will to power is basically, if there is a will, there is a way, but in a more philosophical and a more complicated manner. So Nietzsche believed that if you have any will to do anything at all, and if that will overpowers you and your conscious state, then you're going to find a way to do it in any hour. Uh, his one of his most famous examples is that homo sapiens since the not homo sapiens but our species in general before the neanderthals itself had uh, the will to be nourished and uh, the will the will to be nourished actually had them go out hunt uh, other species and uh, try to find uh, creative ways to hunt species and gather food for themselves 
it was not to survive uh, it was uh, not to hunt or not for any creative state but it was for the fact that our species wanted to be nourished and wanted to survive so that will to be nourished and survive actually made them go and do those things so it was literally if there is a will there is a way uh you know hashe he was ahead of his day like that's all i have to say about him his moral his moralities and his ethics if it is work uh he was speaking to the people of the future not to us but to people that will come and live he spoke about how we should not revert to religion to find answers for your morality or to find answers for your for your problems but rather question yourself and question the problem so that was that was something uh, i really admired about him he he was a big big supporter of democracy and democratic nations like yeah so another uh, aspect about nature's life is that uh, he actually never sold his books or his work while he was alive he is he's, he's a very posthumous writer because after he died his sister elizabeth became the curator and editor of nietzsche's manuscripts so she actually edited all of his unpublished writings and uh, she actually kind of turned them in a very ge- german ultra nationalist ideology so that would often contradict him uh, with nietzsche's nietzsche's stated opinions before and then to his sister's ultra nationalist I- ideas after him so uh, there's a particular big book which started the idea of will to power and it was thus books are too strong and uh, primarily beyond good and evil so beyond good and evil is like one of his most famous books uh, out there and uh, the major aspect about that book is it talks about every aspect of nietzsche's philosophy from will to power ubermensch the genealogy of morals uh and yeah nietzsche had this uh idea in his mind where he was actually writing a prelude to philosophy so he was not writing what was going on but he actually wrote what is happening and what how it will uh create the future which we are living in and most of his ideas most of his philosophies uh tend to be right there are a lot of different things which do not make sense in a lot of ways so um another interesting very interesting aspect about will to power is that will to power is not a very proven philosophy so nietzsche actually started this in his uh, career as a philologist as a professor in the university of basel where uh, he he got the idea of will to power and he started it as a psychological experiment on different people and one of this experiment was um, related to women where in a classical and a more traditional society women were oppressed and women didn't have as as many rights as men so he would talk to different men about uh, the idea of you know uh, liberated women and free women and he would uh, he would contradict it to their pasts as classical and uh, you know tr- more more orthodox and traditional europeans and that is how this idea of will to power came up and he started writing about it he even wrote uh, another book called will to power which was not published as such but the excerpts of will to power as a philosophy are followed almost 
in every sector of uh, humanity. You know, in Beyond Good and Evil, in Beyond Good and Evil, uh, he basically spoke. He basically accused past philosophers of lacking critical sense and blindly accepting that a uh, good man. There's only two types of people: good men and evil men. Rather than considering, like, uh, in terms of morality, rather than considering that uh, good men and uh, evil men are the same thing, just a different expression of the same basic impulse. that uh, that these philosophers ignored or that these philosophers blindly uh, accused people of his work moved into the realm of, his his work moved into the realm beyond good and evil is the sense of leaving behind the traditional morality which he subjects to destructive critique in favor of what he regards as an affirmative approach that fearlessly contracts the old philosophy so uh, another philosophy what nietzsche really talked about was ubermensch which literally translates into superman but it it's not a real word it, it was made up by nietzsche to um, basically define a set of basically an ubermensch or a superman is a person who who strays away from the crowd who has his own set of uh, codes and morals which he or she follows and um, they they tend to go against the crowd and believe in what believe in what they feel like believe in what they think and practice their philosophy so this this is this sounds as one of you know the perfect people out there who are not common who who are straying away from the crowd who are actually believing in what's right and fighting for it having their own set of codes and morals and not following as nietzsche like to mention christian morality or religious morality as he was a big atheist but the problem is that uh, if every single person was an ubermensch on this planet it would create complete chaos and uh, this is where nietzsche has his critics that he did talk about such philosophies he was also the successor to the nihilistic ideas of arthur schopenhauer but according to him every everything which he talked about like even schopenhauer's philosophy or the nihilistic ideologies it was wrong and only he was right so that is where i feel nietzsche tends to become quite narcissistic rather than an ubermensch about religion you know the fastest growing uh, the fastest growing denomination in the us is no religion at all that's 26% of people in the united states identify as atheists so like everyone uh, all the all the all atheists out there go read beyond good and evil it, it or go read nietzsche's work it, it perfectly aligns with your ideology that uh, you perfectly align with this ideology that you should rather look for you should rather look for yourself for answers than go to a religion or then go to christianity or then you just go to god Uh, you should basically be more critical of yourself and critical of the more problem rather than just trying to find a simpler solution so uh, about religion and nietzsche nietzsche was like probably the biggest atheist of his time and um, considering the fact that his father himself was a pastor is quite ironic that nietzsche was nietzsche is still spreading atheism around the world. so nietzsche did not actually spread atheism uh, there was there were two paths uh, in the 18th century which first was a christian moral or a religious 
idea which you were um, subjected to due to your parents or due to your society or whoever so you could follow that but in most cases in in like many of the philosophers and intellectual thinkers cases that doesn't work out so what they try to do is they try to go to the alternative and when when they're not able to find their answers such as why, why do we exist why is there a universe is there a god they turn towards nihilism so arthur schopenhauer who's the predecessor of uh, frederick nietzsche in the world of philosophy was a big nihilist and nihilists don't believe in anything at all they just they just believe that you know there is no purpose to existence and there is no purpose to life in general so they just uh, don't believe in anything and they preach that ideology so these are the two ways but nietzsche felt that if um, both of these things are not true then maybe there is a third way which he tried to create with his philosophies such as ubermensch and uh, will to power and the genealogy of morals so nietzsche actually tried to create uh, his own set of morality and he he did this with his uh, book called uh, the genealogy of morals so um, the idea of nietzsche was that if he is going to pull away uh, his followers and intellectual thinkers from uh, nihilism and religion he has to uh, create a set of codes and morals which they can fall upon because most of the world today is based upon the religious morals and uh, religious ideas which have come up in scriptures and texts so nietzsche wanted to give pave a way for the next generation to come along you know applying uh, nietzsche's philosophy here like if you look at the if you look at any formation or if you look at two major democracies the united states and india uh people always want to follow the scripture even on the even on um, even while making decisions religion is a big factor of the people that are appointed like that as the justices or that are the judges which should not be a thing because some things can be uh, some things can be morally wrong or some things can be legally wrong but they're morally right so nietzsche nietzsche uh, i'm not an atheist but i about but people need to be atheists people need to separate themselves from religion in order to answer in order to answer important questions in order to have a critical conquest about themselves like roe v wade like a uh, supreme case of roe v wade was a critical case which 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 in which religion played a major part religion and morals and atheism come come along with each other a lot but primarily uh... when when you talk about nietzsche's philosophy it's it's also very important to understand his him, himself in general uh, nietzsche was trying to dwell deep into his mind what any philosopher does or any intellectual thinker does is they think and they write and uh, what nietzsche did was he went to the swiss alps started writing where most of his books came out and he actually went mad he was uh, terminated with a mental disorder and uh, the most famous case of him is he saw this horse which was being uh, beaten by his owner and he went to the horse hugged him and said i understand i understand and i understand which is everything um, opposite of what nietzsche's philosophy says he says to stay away from the crowd he stray he says not to be you know empathetic or not to be weaker he says not to sympathize with other people just for the sake of it but 
he he totally lost his mind and went against everything he said and as soon as he realized that his mental state started going down finally uh when he was not able to do anything at all and his mental state was completely flabbergasted uh nicha um ended uh, nicha ended and he died and that's when actually his philosophy started taking uh, roots so yeah that was frederick nietzsche and his philosophy and we'll see you next time thank you